check, one, two, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, what is this? Fire. For the love of his back in business. Yes. We're feeling ourselves. We are feeling ourselves. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Before I let go. All right, I'm done, y'all. I'm done. I'm done. Once again, your favorite campus uncle is in the building. Uncle Fred is here. What's good? What's good? I'm bro? with my sister in pain, struggle, and in victory. Come on. The Liberated Project chick. Liberated. Tamara is definitely here. How you doing, baby? How you doing? I'm amazing. Thank you. Anytime I get an opportunity to just be in your aura, you oh, feel boy, my cup. I tell you, my go. cup runneth over. Here we go. And it is such a great Vibes. I said this on the last episode. I think people getting tired of me. <laughs> I think people getting sick. Of me. No, it's good. It's I, great. You know, it's great. Last it's thing I want to do. I don't want to be overwhelming. You know what I mean? But here's the deal. I think. Remember when we were talking about this whole platform? We were on um, the radio show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. WBNY mm-hmm. talking about yo. We need to do something because we kept yep. intersecting. We kept again finding one another in these mm-hmm. different spaces, and we just the universe was just poking at us and we said that we were going to be our authentic self no matter what we weren't doing this platform necessarily for the validation for someone to say this is good great job we were doing this because we had something to say we wanted to wrap some fabric and some content around it Mm. and as long as you and i are still having fun and it's feeling out feeling good and fueling our soul Mm -hmm. you know how we say right Fuck them if they don't like it. <laughs> you kiss my ass. You kiss so, my ass. And I don't care. So you yeah, know, man. I know. It's, you know what was what really is the trip. So because of the way in which we show up in the different um spaces. So when we're here, you know, we're light, we're fun, we're sure. real. The, we grew up on the inner city yep. project check uh-huh. and then they were like, oh my goodness, you cuss. I'm like, my mother was a straight feminist, man, sports fanatic. I had no other choice but to be a can, feminist, can so I, yes, I do. Can I tell you a little quick story? So, one, my my daughter, Carter, Love Carter. my daughter, right? She's the reason we. She have knows rules. how to like. She knows how to get to Instagram, and she always clicks on my videos. And she'd be like, "Daddy, oh my god, daddy!" Right? And so one day she heard me say, "Shit." <laughs> Y'all really daddy, know what daddy, daddy, shit. <laughs> I said, what you say? Yaddy shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Carter's already a feminist, everyone. I was like, For those oh, of you that don't already know. And I was like, man, okay. So you talk about cursing. I'm like, I might have to dial it down. So. Too late. Too late. Too late. Just a little, man. So, yeah. so we got up for today. Man, we got, up today. We got Yo, the second season. Come on, let's just give some love for the second man, season. Listen, thank y'all. you, our followers. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure that you're sharing us with your crew, your tribe, your mama and them, because they need to hear what you all are talking about and then being able to kind of have it steeped in some wonderful context that's broken down for them so they can have more better conversations. I didn't likely. realize and understand that we do have a following like that. 
I didn't, I didn't like. I mean, yeah, you see the numbers and stuff like that. I mean, it's. Well, that's Nikita always beating the analytics down. Yeah, you know, oh she's goodness. an analytics person, Yo. no doubt. Shouts to Nikita. Hey, I love you, baby. Cali Bull. You know what I'm saying? But really, outside of the platform, there's a lot of people that support us. Indeed. And then other, you know what? And other um, podcasters as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, 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 love. Much love. Thank you all for um, that again and shouting us out and sharing. And, you know, we want to make sure if there's anything that we could do to support yeah. your platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let us know how Absolutely, man. So, we so appreciate you. So guess what, y'all? We got the presidential. We got the, the presidential, presidential episode. Got the presidential Rolex. We got the presidential episode <laughs> up in the building right now. Woo! Yes. We highfalutin. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am proud to introduce to our audience today. We have. Come on, I'll take your time. Take your oh, time. Oh, man. Time, we have the oh so lovely, educated, Barely. Passionate, highly favored, mm-hmm. Madam President. Debatable. The boss, <laughs> the, the, the boss lady. Boss. The boss lady. We have Madam President Gael Jean Baptiste in the building. Hey, Gael. I love your name. Just, I was, you know, it's going to be named Gariel. No. Yeah. What? Okay. Is yeah. what? So, oh, wait, Gary so, L. Gary. Okay, so. Like Gary L. and then an L? Gary and then an L. All yeah. right, so who nicks that? Okay, so Nick's, like. Ixnay or the Ixnay? Yeah, you, <laughs> Gary and then the L. It would have been really bad, first of all. I would have changed it. Absolutely. It and we would have helped you with that. Yeah. But you know, my father being the selfish man that he was, mm. or is, whatever you want to call it. Okay. He felt the need to just be like, I want to name her Gary L because his name is Gary. Um, and my mom, like, as she was giving birth to me, was like, are you dumb? <laughs> and, like, damn near about to, like, write on the paper, Gary L. Oh, wow. Because you know once it's on yeah, the once it's, 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 official, it's, it's official. official. It's official. You can't change my anything. My mother was not it's having official it. tissue She said, that. do not let him name her that. Because she had to go under. Right, okay. Don't let her name. Okay, so then yeah. how did Gael come about? So It means a father's joy. Oh, so he was all right with that then? He was all right with that. He didn't have a choice. Okay. Yeah, okay. my mom wasn't having she that. Would get, I wasn't having that. Oh, yeah. I, I, without further ado, <laughs> Madam yeah. President. Yes, y'all. we do. There it is. And then guess so what? feisty. Yes. Yes. I love it. Right. right. So listen, understand, so it can forever and be consistently broke. Gael, Gael, I think I think before we before we do uh, the presidential episode, we need to do our disclaimer here. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yes. uh, please understand, people. Um, I'm not as eloquent as uh, my sister in pain and struggle and victory here. So I'm just going to keep it very short and sweet, y'all. The 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 popular opinions that my sister and I both have and share they are our own. And uh, we embody that, we embrace that, and we defend that. And uh, if you That's like that. it, and, and, and if, you, if you like it, great. If you don't, I don't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. And that the period with a T. And um, period. yeah, period. Right? And uh, if you, either you're going to get right, or you're going to get, get left. left. Or you're going to get left. That's just it. 
You know what I'm saying? So, Gaia, thank you so much. Thanks for, Thanks for having me, guys. Especially, oh, so it's Thursday. So, Tuesday. Yeah, you know that you have a long Oh, my day. goodness. Yeah. It's yeah. Thursday. Yeah, I, believe, I believe you came here from a meeting. Yeah. yeah I had my yeah. first presidential meeting today. How was that? It was great. Really? Awesome. What was great? What was great about it? Um, I think, like, we're going to get into this, I guess, later. But I feel okay. like my biggest thing coming into office was bringing everybody together. Mm. So in everybody, you mean? Everybody, organization-wise, non-administration, everybody. Everybody that wanted a voice, I wanted to be the person to give them that voice. Okay. And how do you think your run is going so far? I actually think we're doing pretty good. Really? I think it's only week three. It is only yeah, week three. And it feels like we've been here forever. Yeah, well, because you took office in July, yeah. right? No, June, June. June okay, 1st. Right, June. Yeah. Got my J's wrong. Okay. Yeah, June 1st, took office. I've been in, in my office hours ever since. Took a month off in July, came back stronger than ever, and just started going crazy after that. So let's talk about your cabinet. Um is it all female cabinet? It's the again? she board. Come on, the you know board. the feminist and the womanist oh, in me. It is yes. the she board. We what have is that like? everything What's you that can like? think of. It's beautiful. I love it because women are strong. So, did you have the opportunity because there was another she board when um, Monique Maxwell, yep. Nikita, yeah. Madam President Monique yes. Maxwell, shout out to you. Yes, um, mm-hmm. was in. So, did you have an opportunity to kind of? vibe with them to see I was on their legislature see okay so I was a senator um yeah I was a senator on their legislature and that was interesting also I think a, a quick story right so let me tell y'all oh, how, I mel- how I met how I always has a quick story how yeah. I met this dynamic young lady here so wait so during President Monique Maxwell's uh, tenure and, okay. and her time in office, right? <laughs> um, I would often go up and I would visit both Monique and Nikita. Nikita, who was serving as the VP, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. And um, I would go up there often. And the one day I, I go up there and there's a lot of folks in the office and we're having, you know, we always have like good times up there. We're having great conversation. But there is this young, witty, <laughs> strong, like bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, right, Le- young lady that is sitting there that just stands out in front of everybody. I was also bald. Bald with blonde hair. Oh, bald with blonde hair. Now, but I remember the short, but I don't remember blonde. But I do yeah, remember she had she it. had the Cisco going on. Yeah. She didn't have oh, the Amber Rose. She kind of had the Cisco with the, you know, and uh, I said Amber way, Rose. Okay. Thank yes. you. I might go back. I'm tired of this. Yeah. The yes. wigs is not doing it for oh, me no okay. more. That black girl magic is real. We had a very dynamic conversation about wigs earlier. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot. Let's just say that. But yeah, back to the story. So mm-hmm. I noticed that there's this young face that I'd never seen on campus before. And I was just like, I'm sitting there, I'm listening to her. And you you can, there's a sense of um, discernment and intuition that people have. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you can read people and you pick up on good vibes, good good character. Because <laughs> you know and the I'm vibes. Because you know the vibes, right? And you pick up on good character. And I, we had a conversation, we had the most random conversation about hygiene and students, right? Yes, because I had a stinky roommate at the Oh, time. my oh. God. And... 
after the conversation, I think Gael stepped out of the office and I looked at Nikita. Nikita looked at me and I said, who is this young lady here? She was like, who, Gael? I was like, that's her name? Like, that's how you, Gael? Yes, Gael. I was like, who is she? She was like, at the time, he was a freshman. Sophomore. A sophomore. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she's next in line. Mm. That's that's the next one. Spoke it into fruition. It's like that's the next one Prophetic. right there. You know what I'm saying? And they was like, oh, Nikita was like, yeah, that's my that's my protege, that's my mentee. Da 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 da. And that I was like, and I was like, mm -hmm. well, and then I told Nikita, I was like, your mentee is about to take st a step further than you. It's like that. That's what that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly, she's about to take succession. it to the next step. That's I was succession. like, you're the VP. She's gonna be the president that's one succession. day. She's gonna be the president. And then fast forward. Look at that. Here we are. Two years later. Here we are. And I don't say that. There's only one other person that I've said that about, right, on this campus. But we're, but we're going to leave that to we're another. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna leave that on the table. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because I'm a good judge of character. You know if what I'm saying? If you do say so yourself. Yeah, if I do say so. I'm a great judge of character. And, you know, so now Gael is sitting in the seat of authority and power amongst the, amongst the masses. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, we're going to what we're going to do is we are going to have an interview with Madam President Ballslate here. And we're going to ask her some pretty tough questions. Right. Well, that's what we do. Because we want to challenge. Yeah, but here's the deal. We love her. We respect her. Sure. But we want to make sure that everyone understands that this play, this platform is in play play. And not only and that, we as we, we want to model the message the accountability. Is we want to hold people accountable. The accountability. You know and I'm sure. saying we surely do. So without further ado, may I leave with our. Oh, Lord with our first question here, okay? And and we got these written down because we didn't want them, like, we, we needed... We wanted to make sure that we got make, it right, yes. and we wanted to make sure that, again, in this open and honest dialogue with sure. Gael and her presidency, just so that way, here it is. We're going to have an opportunity to have her at the table, because sure. if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Yeah, we're tired of that. Mm -hmm. Time out for that. And then the other thing, too, is give her a platform to speak to her constituents and the body that she leads, because I'm certain even though we're in week three, there has been some, you know, challenges. There's been some conversation. There's been some things that she needed to um, move in a moment's notice around. So sure. it gives her an opportunity to, yeah. to address that as well. OK, so with that, without further ado, here's the first question. What is the status of the black and brown communities on your campus here at SUNY Buffalo State? Pregnant pause. Take your time. The status. The status. Take your time. Status in the black community. Black and brown. Black and brown. Mm. I feel like we're evolving, but Evolving doesn't always mean good, Okay. if that makes sense. Okay. So I kind of feel like when I came here three years ago, I saw a completely different Buffalo State. Mm -hmm. um, when I came here, this used to be the SUNY HBCU, where you'd walk on the campus and you'd feel, you'd feel comfortable. You'd know like your people were behind you, you know that when you came on campus, you know there were people that looked like you. Mm -hmm. There was people that supported you that looked like you. And there's people that 
talk like you, act like you, was from the same place as you. But I feel like as time went on, those people started to leave. And a lot of people graduated. Sure. And less people that looked like us, the black and brown people, started to diminish. And I think that has affected us egregiously. Like One of my favorite words. (laughs) Just saying. Egregiously. When I say egregiously, I mean times a billion. And I think that has affected our culture here. Okay. And I feel like culture is a word that's constantly used on Buffalo State's campus. Mm. But what people think is our culture isn't really our culture. Mm. And what I've seen and what I've experienced before this year, that was culture. And I'm sure even before my time, there was even more culture. You you say culture. Mm-hmm. Could you describe just the culture. what you're talking yeah. about for us. Like give our audience an idea. As and, When you uh, walked into a bangle pause, you couldn't walk through. Mm. You heard music. You saw a strolling. You could, you can like feel, you felt the vibes. <laughs> you felt it was, the vibes. It was great, like, great vibes. It was always great vibes. Like vibes. people wanted to table. People wanted to be there. People wanted to literally sit. Like people wanted to go to bangle pause. You Tuesdays and Thursdays, the Dapper Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, like, I'm trying my hardest to bring that back because I remember my friends, like my mentors, my brothers, like Carrie, Kadeem, all of them. Good brothers. Junior, Lavar, all brothers. of them. Shout to my man Lavar, Junior, <laughs> Kadeem, Jakiri. You know all what I'm saying? That's good. All of them used to dress up. Yeah. And you don't see that anymore. Like you don't see black men in professional attire anymore. Mm. And when you do, it's because they, they're forced. Or they, I can't even say you don't see it, because you, you do, but it's not as prominent as it used to be. Young ladies would get dressed up too? I don't, I don't see it myself. I'm like, I feel like when people want to dress up, that's when they want to. Okay. And it's like, I'm, I remember like having conversations with the guys back in the day when they were here. It was like, why do you dress up? It makes me feel good. Yeah. I want people to know I'm here. It's me. Like, I want people to take me seriously. Yeah. And I've gotten into the habit of dressing up on Tuesdays and Thursdays because I want people to take me seriously. I want people to know that I take my position very seriously. You mentioned that Buffalo State, compared to most, was considered to be the SUNY uh, SUNY HBCU, Mm -hmm. right? Do you think that that still stands today? Absolutely or, not. Well, I think what people thought, HBCU, it offends other people when people mm. call the PWI an HBCU. So let me put that on the record. But I think when people say we're the SUNY HBCUs because you see a bunch of black people in one spot going crazy. Mm. And that, I don't know if that's negative or positive. Mm. You know, because, it, you know, our... Our competitive school over there at UB, mm-hmm. shouts to UB. You know, Shout there's out a to Yusuf too. There's a lot mm-hmm. of black and brown students over there, mm-hmm. but yet the culture is very different. Yes, you know, it definitely um, is. What do you think makes the culture so different compared to Buffalo State? The size. I think I literally think it's the size of the school. I feel like if Buffalo State was just as big as UB, it'd be the same thing. Because back in our time, right? And UB, money. <laughs> UB was 
everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, UB had the black explosions. UB had a lot of the culture shows. UB had all of the fraternities UB and sororities over there. Too. You know, and, you know, and I'm talking about this is like early 2000s. Mm -hmm. So, like, starting, like, even like in the 90s, UB was like the mecca for the black student. Mm -hmm. and But then it, it didn't really start changing until, I want to say, 2003. 2004 where the 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 culture the black and brown culture that we know of or knew of was really really beginning to flourish here at Buffalo State it was to a point where you talk about bangle paws bangle paws in that time was such a big thing mm -hmm. we had students from SUNY Albany mm -hmm. from Cornell Colgate and then all of the Syracuse and all the local schools will travel up just on a Tuesday and Thursday just to get just, it in. just to get it in and see for that hour and a half right mm -hmm. and then probably if and it's a Thursday after that and then if it's a Thursday <laughs> they're probably staying for the weekend because mm -hmm. there's some kind of party some kind right. of right you know yeah. so like I, I get like that carried on momentum and then Fast forward to like maybe 2014, 15, this started to become a lot of like the momentum began to shift. You know, like it, it just it, it began to uh, to change because for, for the worse, because um, there was a lot of things that were occurring during those times, especially with black and brown people. You know, um, the complex the complexion on the campus began to change and shift, you know, and uh, the climate began to change. So um, I really want to stress like the, the climate on the campus. OK, but, but before we um, go to the climate. Sure. I think one of the things that you and I talked about and we talked about it on season one, we're talking about the differences between, you know, UB and Buffalo State. I think one of the things that has to be um, understood and said is, yes, University of Buffalo is a university. Buffalo State is a college. So there's always going to be a size difference. And therefore, we have to take that into consideration when we're talking about the culture and why it's different. Okay. So for me, size doesn't matter. So one of the things that I want to, um, the things that I want to ask Gael if she's able to put any fabric around it as it relates to the differences, I think it has to do with code of conduct. Okay. I like to put it on the table. I believe when I see UB right now, sure. their Black Student Union they're more unified, they're more organized, and when they say they're gonna do something, they do it. So remember last semester, something happened. Yeah. They mobilized, they got themselves together, they was in the main building, yeah. picketing, whole thing. I remember. Under Mo and Nikitas, remember that whole thing? Yeah. There was this whole conversation about, yo, we getting ready to protest or whatever language they were using. Sure. And before they could even get get there, they allowed administration or there was a conversation with administration, which... They came and they blocked it. Okay. They came and they blocked it. Mm-hmm. UB, 
not happening. Yeah. So that's the whole that's the whole idea that we're not as unified. Yeah. And that's definitely been a conversation. And the code of conduct. Why aren't students what well, what what's your opinion? Because I won't say it's the truth or not, but what's your opinion with the lack of community lack so, solidarity and community on campus? I think there's too much competition. Amongst just amongst organizations, students, everybody's trying to compete for who's more popular and who has the better events or who's doing. And when did that matter? When did that start? I think I think that in society as a whole, that always matters. Who's better? People always want to be better than each other. Subconsciously, I I think you always want to be the best at what you do. But right, but being the best at what you do doesn't necessarily have to undermine yeah. someone else. So remember, we were having a conversation about Greeks in particular. Yeah. Right. So again, everybody knew, again, the Qs did their thing then. Mm-hmm. The AKAs did their thing there. Nobody cross-populated because it was a level of respect and understanding. Now, it seems like... What did we talk about? Sustainability. Yeah. We talked about uniqueness. Yeah. And we talked about what's your mission and your vision. And no one should be able to duplicate or interest in doing what you've done because that's your thing. That's your thing. And that's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about copycatting. Mm-hmm. At one particular point, that was not when you and I were here, that was not at all under any circumstances a issue or a challenge because everybody had their thing. Right. There was individuality. Right, exactly. Yeah. Everybody had their, the barbecue. So yeah. again, you didn't do your event on here True. because this was happening and then once that whole explosion happened in terms of with all the events, then everybody ended up in the big barbecue weekend and that closed it down for everybody. So yeah. I'm trying to understand, or we're trying to understand and kind of put some fabric around where did we go wrong in this whole competition and doing some of the same things. I think it's just a generation. Like, things, times change, things change. And, like, that's that's what we are into now. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, as millennials, we're into the competition. We want to be the best, like I just said. Um, are you Are you a millennial? Am I? I think so. Millennials are the, the 80s no, and I 90s. I think um, I'm a- like... 80s and 90s, baby. Yeah, Z? No, it's X. X? Your generation I think right? X and millennial are the same thing. Z is the individuals that are coming up now. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm tech on a technicality. Gotcha. Okay. But, um, <laughs> nah, but I think what's going on now is like we all like... We all want to really be the best. Like, we all want to have the best events. And, like, for example, like, CSO has bomb parties, right? So leave it to CSO. Mm-hmm. And then ASO has great programs on different topics, and they get controversial. So let that happen. NAACP has the Image Awards, where they give out the awards. They acknowledge people on the campus from faculty, staff, student administration all of the above let them have that like everybody just i don't think anybody has their niche anymore everybody's there's no, there's just no real signature 
No, nobody has a signature. Everybody anymore. has a pageant. Everybody has something going on. Gotcha. Granted, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that we have different pageants. I love the fact that it gives different people opportunities to win mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of like, why, like, why have the same thing over and over again? And that's why uh, my biggest thing, I was promoting collaboration. And not competition. And not because competition. collaboration is the new competition, if you haven't heard. Hey, y'all hate. <laughs> but Wait, you so know what? Also, go ahead. I'm sorry. Clarify. X. You and I are Xers. Millennials born 81 to 96, so you're 22 to 37 years of age. Mm-hmm. And then post-millennials, I guess the Zs, they're 0 to 21, so they were born from 97 to the present. Yep. Gotcha. So just clarification. Gotcha. Thank we want to make that. sure that we're Thank not giving out false information Thank you for, the on our, for the love That's of. what we do, y'all, for the love of. We give actual <laughs> factuals here. Actual factuals. Okay. okay. Um, damn, I lost my I train apologize, of there. but I want um, to get that in there. What... <laughs> She said, CSO has a bomb parties. Yeah. So if they have the bomb parties, let them do that. Yeah. And why does everybody else have to, again, be in that particular space for the bomb parties? Yeah. Okay. So why? Because we're, we're tackling this question about the status of the black communities here, mm-hmm. black and brown communities on campus. On campus yeah. And there's this whole notion about being competitive with each other. Competition is not a bad thing. It's not. But right? it, what if they're crabs in the barrel? Okay. So, so how are you defining that? I feel like Yeah. I don't know, like I just I kind of feel like like you said collaboration is a new competition. Why not come together and do it all together? Why not have one huge That was my question. That was my comment right there. So, you talked about collaboration being a new He's got it. Right? I got it. Bang right there. So, students have criticized about the excessive collaborations mm-hmm. between organizations because they feel like they can't sponsor or host their own events without another one being attached to it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, you know, this notion of collaborating so much, do you think that that will become problematic where it's to the point where, like, I think that's where the signatures come up, though. That signature, like, this is what ASO is known for, and this is what USG is known for. This is what, like, everybody has to have their signature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of like what we're talking about. Everyone has their own signature program. They Mm -hmm. have signature events. Yeah. Specific to them, and Mm -hmm. then no one does anything similar. Like, one of the things I heard, and maybe you can help either support or debunk the rumor (laughs) that because there's so many fashion shows that now administration is suggesting that all of the student clubs and organizations mm-hmm. that receive money from USG, that they have one major fashion show. It's not one major fashion show. Um, what Student Leadership and Engagement is doing now is hosting a fashion week. Oh, that's so, dope. That's dope. And um, I honestly think it's a good idea. I feel like, why have three, why have three fashion shows in a one month? Mm-hmm. When you can have a whole fashion week and we can turn it into something more. You know I think I mean? that's reasonable. And I yeah. I think I think that's very reasonable. I think if they're sponsoring it and they're giving you money, mm-hmm. why not? That's yeah. free money. And right. you can save that money in your budget to do something bigger and do something different. 
Mm-hmm. Why so not? the whole office is undertaking the whole financial. Um, um, the specifics are a little shaky to me because the first meeting was today about it. Um, I had a different meeting to attend, but I what I from what I know is that there's going to be a week of events for specifically fashion, right? And it's going to go from one fashion show to the next, to the next, to the next. I believe it's supposed to be a competition and whoever throws the best fashion show is going to receive a prize. A monetary prize? I'm not sure. They haven't, they haven't um, released that information yet. Do you think, do you think that black and brown organizations have lost their creative niche. Mm. Mm, that's a hard question. The reason why I'm saying that is because we their... talk about the re- we talk about the repetitious yeah. events mm-hmm. such as the, all the fashion shows. And, and my biggest thing is the whole relationship programs. I hate those now. Everybody always want to talk about his him versus her and oh. whose oh, okay. relationships. I was about are... to ask you, what is a relationship program? I was going to say yeah. that too, but thank you for the clarification. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, relationships—that's a—that's a pretty popular topic. It's so very always, yeah. You know, it's always a topic. Young people will always talk about relationships. But it's like, how many times are you going to say he's exactly, not shit? It's overdone. And how many times are you going to say men aren't shit or this person's like this or men are this and women are well, that? Well, okay. You know well, I mean? then let's just say, like for an example, we're talking about relationships—the topic of relationships—and mm-hmm. let's say you have ASO might tackle the topic of relationships in a way that is appealing to yeah. black pop uh, public culture. So they might do a program, you know, this is just a hypothetical, I'm not saying that this will happen, but they will potentially do a program based off of the social spectrum of mm-hmm. relationships. But then like NAACP would do a program on relationships that have to deal with um, like a social issue. Mm-hmm. You know what like I mean? Like domestic violence kind right. of Right, they might do something yeah. dealing with that. But I also feel like, why not have one program about the whole thing? Or... Or different aspects of it. Exactly, or the concept around fashion. So if we're going to have a fashion week, why not have a relationship week? And one of the other things back in the day... Run before, with it. <laughs> right, exactly. So that way there are different iterations. It's not the same mm-hmm. thing over and over again mm-hmm. where we're talking about different perspectives. And remember, Fred, when we were here as undergrad, there was a such thing as meeting of the minds. Yeah, absolutely. Where the student clubs and organizations all got together and they mapped out out mm-hmm. their actual programming for the semester. Those are my intentions. So then that way there isn't any duplication of effort. Mm-hmm. There isn't the same programming in the same week or two days later or a week later. And you get an opportunity to ensure that the individuals can go to what programming they're wanting to go to. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like it's redundant because I know if I see another um, program about relationships or if I see another brunch or if I see I'm going to pass out. Do you think that the students that represent the black and brown communities here uh, within the city of Buffalo, do you think that there will come a time where this meeting of the minds aspiration will actually manifest? Do you think like they'll well, buy into that I don't concept? think we'll ever have the meeting of the minds the way it used to happen. I feel, Why not? I don't know. Like, 
I don't know that organizations do their planning like that anymore. You know what I mean? Some orgs go week by week. Oh, we'll do this this week and do this next week. But Madam President, that's the whole idea, Mm -hmm. right? So we lose our way. And then because we lose our way, then it becomes acceptable. So listen, because we've lost our way and we see that we're ending up in these more competitive situations as opposed to collaborative situations, we're bringing back, again, meaning of the minds. And here it is mandatory, kind of like you all have mandatory meetings for the president and Mm -hmm. the vice president. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I'm an advisor like you're an advisor. We get the emails. So you make it mandatory. You, You have to. So no one can just feel like, all right, well, let's program the week before something. That's where we, you, I believe, the lack of creativity and the innovation comes in because mm-hmm. they waited to the last minute sure. and they don't have anything to fall back on. Then guess what? Life gets real. Classes get real. It's midterms and you realize you're failing one of your major classes. So what do you do? Well, Pulse just did this. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AAL just did this, let's do that. Bam just did this, let's do that. Thing Club just do this, just did this, let's do that. Yeah. I kind of feel like at this point, I, well, like I said today, I had my first president's meeting. Sure. Like, it was more of a, I want to meet y'all and I want to make sure y'all know who I am and right. that you can come to me no matter what when it comes to your organization. Or even, like, I like to be an advocate for people as a whole. Just if you need somebody, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of feel like the way the meeting went, I told students, like, if you feel as though there's going to be a conflict within your program or you're going to have a repeating event or you're going to have an, a program when there's a very large-scale event going on. So, okay. for example... Next Saturday, USG's having a silent party. Mm-hmm. Who is? USG. USG. Okay. So we're having a very large-scale silent party. You wouldn't want to have a program on the sa- at the same time as that because that might take away from your, your audience. Sure. So that's kind of where I was going with it, in a sense. But also programming-wise, you don't want to have the same program seven times. Like, it, it becomes... It's exhausting. And I think that's, but that's, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I think that's why Tamara and I are such advocates for the meeting of the minds because Mm -hmm. that polices the repetitious uh, programming that continues to happen. If you had this meeting prior to Mm -hmm. where all the collective minds are coming together and you're creating one calendar and there is a body that provides checks and balances. Well, let me ask y'all something. Sure. Do you honestly think that like, all right, the meeting of the minds, granted it'll work, right? But at the end of the day, you don't, honestly, who the meeting of the minds for? It's not for every organization. It's really for top 10 when you think about it it's not for it's not for the organizations that cater to bsctv it's not for it's not for those organizations that don't have anything to do with programming programming but but aren't all of the again so remind me because it's been a minute since i've (laughs) disconnected from 
um, again, being the liaison between USG and student affairs um, in the position and then even on that side of the house. But I thought at one particular point, all student clubs and organizations who are receiving some kind of funding mm-hmm. from USG, they have to do a certain amount of programs yes, per semester, um, excuse it's, me, per month yep. and have a certain number of GIs. Yep. So even what about categories, academic, social? We so, had those. Right. So, so then meeting of minds, that's what I'm saying. So have a mm-hmm. meeting of the minds that represents the student clubs and organizations in those particular categories. So you don't have, let's just say, AASO or BAM competing with the biology club or the, um, the forensics club. I don't see that happening, though. That's Why the not? thing. Like, I don't see. I don't know. You're not. Being, I feel like. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's no. weird because, like, I've seen what the biology club does and I've seen what ASO does. It's two completely different groups. And so I think we're saying the same exact thing. Yeah. So you don't put them in the same bucket, boo. Yeah. Right? So you leave there the could academics be different, there over could be here. different branches yes. on the tree. Yes. Mm-hmm. There could be different so then that way, the everybody's being fed. And they don't have to worry about coming up against, again, an AASO. Mm-hmm. So you have the academic program over here and they're making sure that they're not programming on one another or in your assessment of that, you find out that, guess what, academic programming are really kind of having their meeting in the minds mm-hmm. impromptu or um, not informally, sure. right? So yeah. that they may not have the issue that we're having or seeing with the larger scale events. But and let's be very transparent. Of course, we, hey, that's the what we do. meeting of the minds will more or less be for the African-American organizations or the minority organizations. Let's be honest. Those are the organizations that have these same programming mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It, I don't want to say there's something wrong with it because if that's what you want to talk about, that's up to you. But why bring everybody else in when it's only a problem between a specific groups of people? Because you end up fostering collaboration and you end up fostering the idea of creativity and innovation. Mm -hmm. So maybe if ASO collaborated with one of the other organizations or BAM or, and things of that nature, then you could infuse some new programming so we wouldn't have duplication of effort. But what I want to see, sure, I want to see the bio club collaborate with ASO. That's another example. I would like to see Nesby. That's what I want to see. I want to see Nesby. I want to see Nesby do a little bit more. I want to see so have every Nesby do something do with Kim, you know, or the STEM fields, right? So then that way they're doing their program, but then they're also doing some academic programming. Sure. So I think again mm-hmm. we're saying the same sure. thing. Yeah. That fosters this heightened not only the awareness of what we're doing, but it also invites creativity and innovation. Yeah. Because they're two different perspective. So mm-hmm. it's the idea of making a forced connection to unlikely things that have no business with one another, bringing them together to make something that's good and unique and novel. It's insightful, man. It's insightful. It's, it's again, for the love of y'all, you know, um, we have our Madam President here, yes. uh, Madam President Boss Lady. Gael. Gael. In the building, building. (laughs) laying tracks uh, down. You know, one thing that I love about our people (laughs) is when our people, we love and we love hard. Oh, oh, for sure. And with that comes a price, and that price is being accountable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So what you're seeing and hearing, or what you're hearing, Mm -hmm. is... Not only the 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 meeting of the minds, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also 
educative. It's also uh, 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 emblems of being accountable, you know, and sharing uh, knowledge from one to another. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we do, y'all. We're not always all shits and giggles. We can. We can be. But, you know, it's definitely something else. So um, I want to move on to question number two. Oh, Lord. Question number one, that was like, what, 30 minutes? Damn. We, We went in. Okay. But question number two. You're a pretty popular. I don't want to say that. You're a pretty popular young lady here on the on the yard here. Mm. You know, not just on this yard, but like you know, debatable. a lot of people. Oh, I love that. Just debatable. Okay, Let's but see. um, that's what I'm starting saying now. Debatable. <laughs> it's not like objective or subjective, but it's debatable. When you were running for office, there was a lot of. I ran on a post. And, and, and so. And that bothered me a little bit. And it should have. And thank you for that, because I think it's problematic when you're talking about having over 8000 undergraduate scholars at this institution and your major position run unopposed. I think it stinks. Yeah. And if it wasn't me, who was going to do it? Right. It stinks. So let's just say, again, we have someone who is. Before I go into that question, do you think that it was like when when when. When the the campus found out that you were running for office, do you think people got intimidated? No, no. I, I think, think people so just either. don't want this job. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really? think people and want this want job re- and because they don't want the responsibility and they don't want the pushback. Because I didn't the hear that. I heard like it's hard hearing that your organization doesn't help people. It's hard oh. hearing that. Oh. It's hard being mm. on. It's hard being on the other side of the table while everybody's yelling at you. Why can't you do this? Why don't you do that? Can you guys do this? And it's also hard as a scholar, Mm -hmm. an academic scholar, then to sit across the table with your administration and And see that maybe they're not doing enough either. And they are giving lip service and you get to see and experience that up close and personal. And I think that that doesn't even go only for Buff State. I think every administration oh, tells you what you want to hear. Come on. Well, that's politics. Hello, that, somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Hey, girl, hey. That's true. That, that is. That's And I've learned politics. I've learned. Listen, tr- you trial smile, and you learn. You shake the hands and trial you sit there and, and you be quiet. Trial and learn. Mm. And then you turn it up later. I learned that two years ago. Sounds like the guy from Power. Okay. So, so um, yeah. You're talking about ghosts? No, nah, not ghosts. The, 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 the oh. actual politician. Everybody's yeah. ghost for me. Po- the politi- well, ghost, <laughs> he's ghost. a politician too. He could be. He I mean, is a politician as I learned well. how to play politics this year. Over the summer, I learned because I remember my sophomore year when I wrote the letter to this school. And it was in the paper. It was everywhere. Buffalo, Buffalo News. It was in the Daily. The record. Where else? The record. Everywhere. And I remember writing that paper and thinking, this isn't going to go anywhere. I was so... I didn't think... I thought it was just going to go to to the Cleveland. Grover <laughs> Cleveland. Fifth yep. floor. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were just going to be like... Just going like, who is this? Right. So then when it did go, so t- so since you brought it up, mm-hmm. inquiring minds want to know when, first and foremost, walk us through that for those of our audience don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. One, <laughs> this letter, what prompted or what incited that kind of passion in you? Because let's be honest, mm-hmm. your colleagues, you all aren't writing 
additional papers when you, but, yeah. but you might not even be writing yeah. them for your own classes <laughs> but you decided to put pen to paper right. in a day and age where people want to again have mafia fingers they want to go on social media and sound off and you're really really good at cussing people out there but not really kind of articulating your thoughts so walk us through that um it all started with one of my favorite people being removed from nope. this campus. Okay. I'm not going to say any names, but mm-hmm. we, one we, of one of somebody very near and dear to my heart mm-hmm. that inspired me to just get involved as a whole. The first right. person I met on this campus. Mm-hmm. And I think when he left, sure. that that took a toll on me. Cause it was like, how am I gonna go into this school year without this person? Mind you, that was that was before Fred and I were closer, and that was before I met more people that were kind of like my backbone here. So it was like, if they could do this to this person, they could do it to anybody. And it kind of felt like everybody that was African American and important was being moved. Mm if not disappearing or disappearing. Sure. And it was like, wait, what What's going on? So it kind of sparked the, it sparked something in me. It was like, nah, I can't like, it just didn't sit right with me. And I think that's where I found my purpose in life Mm -hmm. as a whole to fight for things that were bigger than me to advocate for students and to advocate not only for students, but for people that we feel are important in our lives as a whole. Mm. That was dope. And big ups to you because Thank you. that's one of the things that really caught my mm-hmm. attention for you, right? So we knew of one another and I knew mm-hmm. um, people around you more than we had a relationship mm-hmm. like your best friend because <laughs> she had my class and, you know, she was connected to Pulse. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> and um, just then I, I was like, yo, and I really, really just respected your prowess and your guts as a black young woman to be in a space and say, yo, and dare I say again, it's the women of color who stand behind mm-hmm. huge moments and we stand behind our black men because the individual that she's talking about was a black man. We're always there clapping, supporting and standing. And then it's my man, my friend, my brother. Yes. And um, we don't always sometimes get that support. So mm-hmm. that yeah. was dope for real in that. So the letter comes out. It hits Um, all of the stands. And then what? Not even. We're missing a part. Okay. I didn't get a response in the timely manner that I wanted. So then you, then you write it again or you submit it again. I think I like, it was, it feels so long ago when it really wasn't. It really was. But basically I used the NAACP platform to, and I made myself and my executive board. We just went all in. We were like, I was like, yo, if we're going to do this, we got to do it. You gotta, gotta run with gotta, it. Yeah, you you gotta granted, be all in. Granted, it was myself and the former um, president before I became president's name on the letters. It was all of us, and I remember my eboard like, why why do you care about this so much? And I'm mm. like, if you guys understood, and having to explain it to them, they were like, oh, yeah. But that yeah, but, now but, I see it. But wait, a minute, but how yeah. disheartening was that for you to have to explain to yeah. So scholars yeah. on a college not everybody campus, sees it. 
Well, because we're not all free thinking individuals. Yeah, now, dare not everybody I go there. sees it. Everybody's here, like <laughs> I just said. Mm-mm. <laughs> Everybody's he said, here Mm-mm. wants to say, "I came here, I got my degree, I got involved, and I left." That's how we always get bamboozled and hoodwinked. Uh-huh. Plymouth Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Landing on us. <laughs> I just feel like after that, though, it kind of went. What happened? Um, I got a response from the president, and she wanted to speak to me. At the time, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was being very hard-headed. I was like, nah, I don't want to talk. I want to see some action. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's going to happen. And this is two years later. So the person I was then, I feel like I've evolved as a woman. Okay. So, so what does that look like? What does that mean? I think the person I was then, I wouldn't change that letter at all. Mm. But my response though I I do wish I took that meeting the first mm. time okay I do like and it it's that's me putting my pride aside and saying maybe I should have taken the meeting okay. and maybe I should have sat there when they gave me my seat at the table mm. to talk about it you know to really talk about it and at the same time how granted we detailed the letter we put we put our all into the letter but how do they know exactly what we want from a letter? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a in-person conversation where I can literally show you the passion, where I can tell you this is exactly what's going on, would have been a lot more effective than refusing. But there's also power in being like, no, I want this, and this is what I demand. Listen, no is a complete sentence. Yeah. <laughs> no is a complete no. on a te- yeah. period. Technically, it is no. period. Poo. Period. <laughs> yeah. I I feel like after a while, like I remember telling my boyfriend, like, yeah, I just sent a letter to the administration. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Wow. <laughs> but 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 here and 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 so let me make some connections for us. Let's wrap some fabric around that. That's the beauty in it, because that's what protest and advocacy look like. Mm-hmm. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, Coretta Scott King, um, what was it, um, SNCC, all of those wonderful organizations who were fighting for something that was bigger than themselves because they understood mm-hmm. they had to stand on a vanguard. It wasn't always about them having everything written out and knowing what steps were going to be next. They knew that it was required of them to do something because if not, it would be detrimental. And that's the beauty in that. And even though you feel like you may have fumbled the exchange with accepting the first meeting with her, we talked about it on our first episode. It's a relay race. Yeah. It's so not a prize have, fight. It's a relay race. It's a relay race. race, right? So you had the first baton. Now you hand it off to somebody else because we should all be standing near shoulder to shoulder. And at the time, too, it was a lot of change in administration. There was a lot of change going on. Sure. It was new new vice presidents, new everything. And I it also, still is. Yeah. And I also Provost didn't take the time to... I guess meet them, mm-hmm. mm. but at the same time, I also didn't think they take they took the time to come to us. Okay, and that was one of my biggest things: an effective relationship with them, okay. with the administration. So from then, 
we went, we moved on, took a meeting, talked to them a little bit. And then so, I started so, seeing So how things. much time was in between you saying no for the first meeting and then taking the second meeting? I think meeting? we sent like the letter in like late July, early August. Okay. Came back to school. I want to say like, I want to say the last week of August. Okay, so maybe about a month, maybe? Maybe about a month, yeah. Okay, four weeks or so? It was it was a whole lot of, no, we do not want to meet. We want to see one of our demands met in order for us to proceed. To come to the table. Okay. One of those, we, and I still to this day feel that, don't get me wrong, do wish I took the meeting, whatever, cool. I do think that one of those demands could have been fulfilled. Of course. Within, yeah. within re- time. Within the time frame. Yeah. 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 I definitely do think that. But people want a conversation and I feel like them offering me the seat at the table mm-hmm. so, like so to say was my opportunity to just run with it gotcha. and let them know build my relationship with them and I think from then on it was just like yeah the school is going to be mine so so was there any and like there's just so many ways to go yeah. with this yeah. so was there any trepidation around you being a sophomore writing this bold letter Mm -hmm. as this brave scholar about something that was bigger than yourself and then coming to some kind of consensus with yourself Mm -hmm. that now I'm going to run for president knowing that you had to deal with the same administration. I didn't want to run for president at first. I now was that in the back of your mind? Yo, I just wrote this letter where I'm going with this. I thought honestly, I think if I didn't become president of NAACP last year, I would have stayed where I was, became president this year, and continued with my work. But just as NAACP. Right. Because okay. okay. same value. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, I knew what I wanted. And mm-hmm. I knew, even as a regular student, as a part of an organization, whatever, I would have I would have continued. Like, I would have definitely continued. But I think what inspired me to become president was um, one day I was having a conversation with my best friend, Tiffany. I'm like, yo, I think I'm going to run. Like, it's why not? easy. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Tiffany. It's, it's my person. <laughs> Everybody needs one. Yeah. yeah. But I definitely think, like, we just have a random one. She was like, yo, you run for president? I run for treasurer. I was like... Word? Oh shit! There, there, go. <laughs> there like, it is. He was like, "Listen, yeah. don't threaten me with a good time." Say less. I was like, <laughs> Say less. I was like, "You freezing budgets? What's up?" <laughs> hey, you know, girl. Hey, that's Tiffany's favorite thing to say. I'm freezing it. And true, it's her favorite. True and, she, and wait, and she be so serious about no, it. She's very serious. Oh, I know. She called Miss T. That's Miss T. I'm about to freeze them. I don't care. And that's the thing. Tiffany and then China. We brought it to we brought Shouts it to, to my baby girl China. Hey, yes, China. shout out to my VP. But I brought it to China. I was like, "Yo, do you want to run for president or you want to be do VP?" She was like, "I want to do whatever you want to do." I said, "Yep." Say less. And it was on and popping. Say less. Yeah, because it was like the conversation was, who. Why would you run for president and why would you run for vice president? Mm -hmm. So I felt like I had the relationship with the administration. China had the knowledge and the experience with the AVPs and the Senate. Mm -hmm. So she knew. Yes. So when people say the president is 
I don't know, like, people say the, the president is the face of the organization. And I didn't know if I really wanted to be a face again. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the face of, oh, this is an angry black girl that wrote the letter to the administration mm-hmm. two years ago. I didn't know if I wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. But, and listen, so how real was that understanding the role of it, the work, I should say, behind being bigger than you and you saying to your crew, do you want to be president? You weren't even jockeying for uh, the Yeah, I didn't know position. if I want to really run. Like, I was like, I knew I wanted to be something, and I knew... Well, you are something. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, Misty. Don't do that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you should see me. I'm just like in awe, just listening to these two... <laughs> Dynamic, beautiful leaders here. I'm just, I'm me. just in the back. I'm in the back that's seat right period. now. But right. we're not even, you know. It's debatable. It's very. <laughs> but oh, I don't know. I, I kind of, I wanted to make sure everybody was comfortable where they were. I wanted to make sure that my e-board coming into this year was strong, and I wanted to make sure that I love my e-board. I don't tell them every day. I don't. Well, you can tell them now. Yeah, I do love you guys. Sometimes, but <laughs> I I really like my e-board. I feel like they have more work than me. And they do. Like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I'll go to all the meetings in the world and I'll do whatever. But like I said, it's the face. It's to show face. Mm-hmm. I'm at these meetings just to be like, oh, okay, I'm here. Gotcha. It's cool. But China, China be in the office typing away. Tiffany freezing budgets. Wait, but that's the real power. Whoever holds the string to the purse, Man. hold the keys to the Man. kingdom. Man. Yeah. That's let, for let real, me, for real. Let me, let me ask this. You know, when you was running, you know, you, you gained a lot of support. Yeah, and you I gained. was running unopposed. And right. that, I can't even explain that feeling. Like, the day it got announced, I think I cried. But not because... It was like, oh, I won. It was because because you knew that you were going. people voted when they didn't need to vote for me. Right, because you would have voted, that, and you would have won. And that's it. That's a statement. Six, almost six hundred. It was like five hundred something. High yeah. five hundred. Did you know the number of the previous years? Because I'm always interested in that. Because more the people than the, than last year. Busted. Last year, then no like breakers. it was like half of that. In the mm-hmm. first day of voting. I remember walking around the first day of elections. I voted for you. I, I was like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you're the girl on the on the paper, right? I voted for you. I'm like, thank you. Like, it just felt good to know that people supported me that didn't even know me. So, th- so that goes into my point. There's a lot of clubs and a lot of individuals on this campus, both uh, student, faculty, and even staff members were supporting mm-hmm. you. Um, do you think that you are giving them a return on their investment? Mm. I hope so. I really do hope so. And granted, it's it's nice to know. One of my first questions today in my meeting was, what can I do for you? And that's that's what I'm running with. What can I do for you as a student? What can I do for the student body? And whatever you bring to me, I'll run with it. Mm-hmm. I'll find out all types of information. I'm like... I represent something way bigger than myself. And it sits with me every night. I'm like, mm. damn, I'm really a president of something right now. Wow. And what was that 1.3? Mm. I think so. Mm. Yeah, like, it was <laughs> like, real. when I told my mom, my mom cried. 
Aww. when I told her. I told her, mom, like, I didn't run against anybody. She's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you did it and you're doing it. You're going to you're going to be more than who you are. Yeah. And I think that was so important for her because, like, I'm, I'm, my, mom, I'm my mom's golden child. Um, are you the only child? No. Okay. I have a brother. But some extenuating circumstances. Yeah. He's not really, like, in school. He's not doing... He has a job. He's doing his own little thing. But I don't think my mom has ever ha- got to experience the... My child's a president of a school. My child's doing this. Yeah. She's going to grad school. She's about to get a degree. She's doing this. She's doing that. And it just felt so good to know that, like, those were in tears of sadness. So are you first gen? On a technicality. Debatable. <laughs> debatable. It's debatable. Okay. It is. Do these same people in clubs and all that stuff that supported your campaign, do they hold you accountable to? I hope so. I really do hope so. If I'm doing something wrong, tell me. Mm-hmm. If you feel like I could do something better, tell me. Have That's, you received any sort of criticism? So not far? yet, but I want it. That's the thing. Like, I want it, and I want. I want to always be better. Mm-hmm. I want to be better than yesterday. Gotcha. So, if you think I did something wrong in this meeting today, tell me how I can do better. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think I can do to make sure that next time it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. It, that's like when someone mispronounces your name. You tell them over and over again until they get it right. That's so right. that's listen. Ooh, that's tiring. It is. It's it's exhausting. Yeah. Hey but girl, hey. It's exhausting. But oh, and then when they though. listen, or when they try to truncate it or call you something that, like G. I hate no, that. like Tam or Tammy. I hate that. My name is Gaia. Ooh, she did that to me one day. Cause I called. Listen, I called her Tam. She was like, "Excuse me, what do you what, what that what do you, what do you mean by that? Did Don't I give yourself. you the impression that you can call?" I was like, "What's my name?" Oh, okay, Tamara. <laughs> I was like that, Tamara, it is. Tamara, it is. And I'm cool. And I'm cool with T, right? Miss T. Exactly. Know. But Tam or Tammy. That's not my name. It isn't. That's not my T, name. T, yep. That's Mara. not the name I almost got. That's not the name I got. Right, because if <laughs> I, if my mom wanted me to be called mm-hmm. Tam or Tammy, she would have named me that. Exactly. Right? And there was this great article that talked about how, especially in the collegiate sense, that when professors don't get our so-called ethnic names right it's a form of racism it's a form of that's so diminishing. different yeah I where's know. that from mind it, your business exactly diminishing our personhood mm-hmm. and we can't stand when it's time for roll call because i remember always around the time they would get to my name and i yeah. knew it was mean because mm-hmm. they act as though they weren't they don't know what's going right. on my favorite is i think i've been called gabrielle before and I just feel like Gabrielle. My name is spelled G A E L L E. Everyone, where's the B? That's what I'm. T- I was going <laughs> to ask the, the same I? question. <laughs> where, where the I? Where the R? Uh, you pregnant, see it? Pregnant pause. <laughs> we are looking for it. I'm just. I can't find it because there's I, none I of it either. in my name. Yeah, yeah. And then what I also wish was possible. They could put the little two dots because that's on top of my E. Yeah. And I really wish that you could see that. How do you do that? Like, is there a way you could compute yeah. that? Yeah. You could put, I never knew. Mm-hmm. I never knew how to put the two dots on the E. You press down the E on the iPhone. 
Even like on a computer? I got you, I got you. you. Even on a computer? Like you do it on a computer? I got you. I never knew that. I even started doing that too. I would write my name, T-A, and then apostrophe Uh over the first A just so they can see where the emphasis was because Mm -hmm. they were mispronouncing my name horribly. Tamara, Tamara. Where's that coming from? I have no idea. Well, people used to pronounce, I mean, my name actually is pronounced for Derek. Yikes. <laughs> I'm Ooh, weak. <laughs> uh, Frederick. Buffalo. Frederick. Frederick. Not even the um, ghetto. Um, Buffalo. Frederick. You know, Frederick. Frederick. You know, people. They be like, I'm just gonna call you Frederick. Okay. No, just call me Fred. <laughs> just call me Fred. It's all good. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, let's go and back then. to this because that—that's not it. Yeah, that at all. Um, I asked you about. Those, you know, any if there's any organizations that uh, during their support of your campaign, if they held you accountable or if they criticized you, mm-hmm. have you received any praises yet? Every day. And like, so what's the one that really caught you off guard and floored you that almost reduced you to tears or to jubilation? I think it was my first day, my first Bengal pose as president. And oh, I came man, in that, rocking that a was, suit. That was that I was, was like, epic. I saw you. Because <laughs> Tiffany epic. was in my office, so then she showed me your picture. I was like, okay. That was epic. I even had the screen. I, I was like, you. yo. Okay, so what It brought happened? me to tears. Um, so I walked into the office early. I, I'm not a morning person. My office hour starts at 9 a.m. Walked in at 8.45. Good morning, Cindy. She's like, oh, you're here early. I said, Yep. Punched in, came, sat at my desk, was like, damn. This is real, real. This is all me. <laughs> was looking around, because, you know, I got a nice little view. I see Cleveland. I see yeah. everybody. I see everything from my yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking out the window. I'm like, damn. And mind you, I spent my whole summer here. Sure did. Mm-hmm. I spent my whole summer here looking at the same view, doing the same thing. But it, but it, it was just felt so different. Like, this is real. Like, this is a thing. It is a thing. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. So I feel like that was like, so I walked in. I was chilling in my office for a little bit, went downstairs, got some food. Everybody's like, wait, my that's my president. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. president. I love when people be like, that's my president. That's how we do. That's yeah. President Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah, he's still my president. Ever, yes. And you know what? I'll be interim president until we get a new one. But we're not even going to get into that. We're not no, even going to go there. That's um, a whole nother level of priority. Yeah, yeah. No. But like, I think it was when I walked into David Cox's office. <laughs> and, and what did he have to say? He... Like, he was like, whoa, I I don't think I've ever seen a USG president dress up like this on their first day. Well, well, first, he ain't been here but two clicks, but yeah. that's beside the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think... <laughs> I can see Fred's face right But, now. like, I, <laughs> I felt like what he was getting at was, keep it up. I see you. And I see what you're doing, and I see the image you're creating for yourself. That's what's And that's up, important. Mm-hmm. And I think I've made it my duty. I hate dressing up. I haven't worn sweats yet. It's week three, and I miss them. I have a whole container full, and I miss my sweats a lot. I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> I think waking up, I think dressing up really does change your whole 
mood, your whole outlook. Gives you a different type of it confidence, gets, yeah, man. It does. Right. And I think I woke now, ever since I got elected, don't get me wrong, I think my confidence has always been, you know, sky high. But now that, like, that day, I don't, I think I got like 700 likes on Instagram. And my caption was, it's Madam President to you. Mm. Boss lady. <laughs> Here we go. And I think Boss. that was like, just knowing that how many people supported me, not only from Buff State, just like my down to my friends, my family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just knowing how proud everybody was of me. Mm-hmm. And just to like taking that all in was like, yeah. Because it was a proud moment. It's going to be a man. good year. Yeah, it's going to, no, it's going to be a great year. Yeah. Because good is the enemy. Man, it was a great, I mean, it was. It was such a great moment. Personally, for me, it was such a great moment because I remember when I seen it and, uh, you know, she had a badge on and she had a, her, her, you know, her She has suit, it on now. You know, she had official, a, official. Her, her pant suit was on. <laughs> it was you know? light blue, and, y'all. And I sat there and I looked at it. It was just like... It was like looking at that, like that child that graduated or did something perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, and a little tear come to your man, eye. I, I screenshot it and then I took a picture. I mean, I took a picture. I sent it to her and I sent her a text. And like that was like probably one of the in my tenure here. That was probably one of the most difficult texts to write mm. because it was so heartfelt. And I was like, yo, like I'm just proud of you, man. Pulled on you. Sure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm proud because mm. it was like, yo, like. <laughs> it was just it was just a proud moment for me yeah was it was like moment. and it's like I sent my I took my professional pictures that day yeah yeah like the headshots that everybody has to take yeah and here I am looking at my headshots I'm like who is this <laughs> somebody who brand new because three years ago I would have never thought this is where I would be yeah but that's the beauty I never of it. Thought. That's the yeah. beauty of it because you were moving authentically through these spaces mm-hmm. and it presented its, itself to you. The universe says, exactly. here's a way in which you can really impact change and this will be your legacy. Mm-hmm. And I remember living across the way in Porter. Never left my room. <laughs> I did not want to talk to nobody. I wanted to stay alone. Don't talk to me. I want to sleep. That's it. <laughs> I came here to come to school. I didn't come here to talk to y'all. So and now and I honestly Tiffany's I don't know if Tiffany gonna listen to this I hope she doesn't Tiffany is the reason why where I am I am where I am today oh that BFF I like till this Tiffany day, you better listen to this shit <laughs> I hope she doesn't because <laughs> as much of a hard ass she likes to think she is she's not. But we're not cupcake. even going to get into that. She's a little cupcake. She is such She's, a sweetie. We're not even going to get into that. But I do give her 95% of the credit for where I am today. That's what's up. Because if she didn't take me to Zen Model Boot Camp to go model and just build on my confidence and build on who I am. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if we didn't go on those dates every Tuesday and Thursday to dining and I, I don't know, like, I don't know where I'd be without Aww. her. That's dope. That is. So. That's dope. I have a, a last question for you. <laughs> okay. You know, not, you know, we talked about you running, uh, you know, running for office. And 
when you feedback. ran for office and having feedback and all that stuff, and when you ran for office, you had a certain mindset and a certain perspective. But now that you're in office, have you retained the same mindset or has the perspective changed since now that you sit in the seat of authority? I think I... I think I'm still that girl from two years ago that wrote that letter. Mm. Just smarter, stronger, and I know how to maneuver. Mm. And I know how to politic now. Mm. I know how to sit and tell you, yeah, I understand, but in the back of my head, I'm going to your higher up. Yeah. You know? And I know what battles aren't worth fighting. Mm, come on now. That's ha Listen, that's Again, yeah. it, knowing that every fight isn't meant it's for not, you just, to fight. Sometimes, sometimes the someone answer else will is, fight it for you. Exactly. Sometimes the answer is okay. Yeah. And like, I think, I think growing and learning that, for example, Greek life. That's just something. Like, don't get me wrong. I would fight to the end of the earth for that. Right. Sure. But it's just not something that's going to change, you know? At this particular moment. At this particular right, moment. so you can begin laying the seeds exactly. or the groundwork exactly. for somebody else to pick up because, again, it is exactly. the relay. Sure. So why not fight for something more? Why not fight for the mental health of students? Mm. Why not fight? That's diminishing. Yeah, like, why not fight for, for things? For better faculty and relationships. Substantial things that actually can change today. Right. Things that I can change right now, not five years from now when there's a whole new set of class of people in a whole new administration, maybe. Who knows Indeed. what's going to happen five years from today. Mm -hmm. But I want to know what I can change right now. And I want to know what I can implement right now. And I think half the, I think half the battle is just knowing what to fight for. And, and I had when to, to fight. Yeah, and when to fight. And don't get me wrong, a protest is always a good time. Come on now. But sometimes some Spoken things like aren't true worth protest <laughs> protesting, you know what I mean? Like it's just like sometimes you gotta give the administration the the win. And then you know, and then on top of that, what's well, for something more. <laughs> right, right, because it's the balance, right? It's a yeah. give and take, it's about reciprocity. Yeah. So it's not I scratch your back and all the time, my yeah. right? And, and I don't want to be the angry just... black girl every day yeah, that's yeah, always yeah. fighting for the same stupid thing. But wait them. a minute! But here's the thing that we want to begin demystifying and debunking. Mm -hmm. We're not angry, and then if we are angry, understand that there are things to be angry about. Of right. course, there's always something. Listen, because when you look, that's at, another conversation. That's a whole, hey girl, hey, <laughs> coin that. <laughs> Coin that, hey girl, hey, please, please. Yeah, you know, I, you know, the, the, both Tamara and I are very proud of you. We Thank are you. extremely. We, we support you. you. We support your administration. You know, um, I think I have one last question. One more. One more. Oh Lord. One more. Okay. One more. Time's it. It's past my bedtime. Yeah, my listen. Mine too. It's time to back to presidential know. bedtime. Mine too. And he we respect already knows. We'll be on the thread. We respect your time. So we're going to keep. So we're going to ask you to keep it. I'll answer at seven twenty-eight. So, Madam President, we're going to ask you to keep it very short then. Legacy. 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 What's your legacy that you want to create and keep here on? At, uh, what do you want to be known for your administration? Yeah, what's, what's Bringing the, it back. Everything. Bringing what back? Every, like, Give us a couple examples of what this... Being able to know that I left this campus 
better than I came into it. So one way in Just, which you want to leave it better? organizations okay what about them literally what we just discussed bringing okay. them together okay the collaboration the aspect collaboration coming together and not fighting each other anymore um less competition more what can i do to help and i also want to change the face of usg mm. i feel like usg has always been you know that step parent yeah, <laughs> that yeah. you don't like but you got to deal with okay. because we got your money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want organizations to look at us like, I got to go to the USG office and I got to go talk to them. I got to do this. Like, I want people to look forward to our meetings and I want people to, when they hear USG, like, oh, that's a popping ass organization. Like, I want to be a part of USG. And I think we're starting that. Yeah. I definitely think since orientation Freshmen have literally, like, my email blows up every day with Bengal Connect requests. That's amazing. And I think that that also makes me really happy because it's like, if those are freshmen and they're mm. just looking, like, you know, you're curious your first semester. You're like, ooh, what's this? Ooh, what's that? That curiosity creates, like... Excitement, interest. Exactly. It creates something and it shows you, okay... I think I want to do this mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And I, like right now I'm looking for mentees that want to like create greatness. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to leave this place without knowing I left it in good hands. Gotcha. Wonderful. Cause I know I'm not staying in Buffalo. <laughs> I'm out of here, but I just want to know I left and I know it's in good hands. Gotcha. And I know that whoever is coming up next knows my vision and has their own vision. So that's thank me. you. That's dope. Last last thoughts. No, I that was it. I think she hit the nail on the head. Okay. So closing remarks. Yeah. Anything you would like to say, you know, to your community, to um your e board, anyone? We coming hard this year. Okay. We're, Watch we're, out. For real, because it's gonna be some changes. It's gonna be everything for the better, honestly. I think we're just we're changing everything from the culture to the programs to life at Buffalo State as a whole. Gotcha. So so watch out for that. Yeah. Great. We want to thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. We know that you have multiple demands on your time, Madam President, and we appreciate you spending it with us on this particular evening. And like Fred said, we wish you nothing but the very best. And if there's any way in which we can continue to support Listen. your presidency and who you are and all of the levels, <laughs> holler at us. I definitely will. And uh, Fred I'm about to get emotional. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> you about to cry. No, you about to shed it. I'm not. You better shed no, a I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I leave you with a challenge, though. Oh, Lord. Um. Most people that are in power or exercise authority, they always have to show a sense of dominance and dictatorship, you know. Not always. Not not always, but our most recent leaderships, you know. Okay. You know. We're not going okay. yeah, to get but, into that one. Mm-mm. But mm-mm. my challenge to you is not only to continue to care about our communities that we represent, but to care about people. As a whole. As a whole, and because I hope that one of the I'm biggest mess, one of the biggest misconceptions about Barack Obama was the fact that he was the black people's president, mm-hmm. but 
he was the president of the United States. So he had to be the president for everybody. everybody. I think it's about just as simple as smiling at everybody. I think little things like that really do matter. Right. Mm -hmm. But here's here's the one thing that I do feel that Barack Obama missed out on. Is that, yeah, he was the president of everybody and he exercised that. But yet, there's nothing wrong with still pushing a black agenda. At all. There's still nothing wrong with promoting a black agenda. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And... My challenge to you is is to not only leave something for those that come behind you, but whatever you choose to leave behind, make sure that it's something that's beneficial to the people that look like you. I will. Don't you worry. I'm not going to reply because we'll be here for another hour, but we going to let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. That's it. That's it, y'all. So, yeah, it's great conversation. Always. You know Indeed. what I'm saying? We'll it's agreed, agreed, agreed. Just agreed. Off, off the air. Yeah, off the air. Yes. <laughs> Madam the, President, the real we, bid continues. You, we bid you a good evening, man. Yes, we should. And uh, for the love of, it's your favorite campus uncle, Uncle Fred, and uh, my sister in pain, struggle, and also in victory, the Liberated Project, Chick Tamara. Come on. Y'all know. know how we do this. Man, listen, y'all, we out. Have a good night, y'all. Peace. Peace. Jeezy.